welcome to Friends Till the End, your one-stop shop for all things friends. Did I do that right, Michael? You nailed it. Yes! I am Elizabeth. I am joined by my escort for the evening, Michael. Hello, Michael. How are you doing? I'm doing swell, Elizabeth. Thanks very much. You're welcome. Now what? Keep going. What do you do after that? You insert some witty banter into proceedings. Uh, Something like, we just finished watching episode... Nine of season two, the one with Phoebe's dad. We sure did. That's all I got. I don't know. We how to sure do did. This. You yeah. have this like as a script, and I'm just kind of doing script. it from memory. Scribblings, scribblings in a notebook. So what happens after that? We just make general banter, I suppose. Maybe you should lead the banter. All right. Was it a classic episode for you, Elizabeth? Um, no. No. Did you enjoy it? It was okay. <laughs> Great. <laughs> classic banter. What about you? Did you like it? Yeah, it was all right. Yeah, it was. You know, we were we were riding a high on the the previous episodes. Mm. I think that was perhaps dare I say it the best episode we've seen th- thus far. No. Oh no, it wasn't. Not for me. What was the for what, you. what is the best episode you've seen so far? I liked I liked the one where where Rachel finds out. That's a good one too. I got very invested at that point. Yeah, that changed true. things around for yeah. me. Yeah. That's true. But we have a long way to go, so it'll probably change again. Well, this was a little bit of a drop down anyway, but it wasn't a bad episode, as we shall discuss. Mm -hmm. Before we get into it, we can return to our popular segment of Ask Elizabeth. Ask Elizabeth. Ask Elizabeth. Elizabeth. (laughs) All right, this is a multi layered question that is going to require you to actually have to. Think back oh, Lord. to the things they, that you've talked about in the past. How do they do these things to me? So this one comes from uh, Rob Duran on Twitter. Rob Duran? Yep, at Rob Duran one on Twitter. Great. And he asks you, first of all, at FriendsPod, hashtag, how you doing? Which won't make any sense to you right now, but you'll get there. Don't I'm worry. doing well, Rob Duran. Thank you. How no, are you? No, no, you don't actually answer. You don't oh, understand. Oh, uh, you don't understand, Elizabeth. She doesn't know Rob. She doesn't know what she's talking about. Just ignore her. <laughs> After watching episode one, you formed a very definite opinion of each friend. Mm. Has that changed in any way? Hashtag ask Elizabeth. God, yes. I like that I have a hashtag. Mm-hmm. Um, well, yeah, I think it has changed, especially in my you, feelings towards Ross. Well, do you remember what you said about each character after episode one? Um, I probably didn't like Ross right off the bat, right? Sad to Zachary. quote you, when I asked you about Ross, you made a fart noise. <laughs> you said he had a weird face. He does. You said there was just something about him. You said he was just there. Mm, yeah, he is just there. You said he was touchy-feely with Monica, his sister. True. But at the time, you didn't mind it. Weird. Wicked weird. And you were put off by the fact that he was wearing a weird Grandpa Joe shirt on episode one. Oh, yeah. So uh, have your opinions of him changed in any way since then? Um, a little. Yeah. yeah like I said, like I've said in a, a couple of ones past that I, I like him as a dad. Mm-hmm. I'm feeling for him a little more, but he's still my least favorite character. He, he, he wasn't your least favorite character at the end of season one. Who was my least favorite? Rachel. You, you oh, ranked well, they're Ross just one and the same, honestly. Oh, wow. They're weak. Mm. Weak. You can quote me on that, Rob Duran. Wow. I think they're weak, honestly. But those are the two that, like, the series are based around at the moment. I know, and I remember saying earlier two? on that it seemed like Ross was the main character. Mm-hmm. Which is still true. 
but he's a dad he's got an ex-wife he's got an on again off again relationship like what what more do you need from the guy i don't know he just his stage presence just isn't there for me or i'm sorry his on-screen presence Mm -hmm. just doesn't do it for me like some of the others have your opinions of anyone else changed Mm. do you need reminding of what you said about yeah remind me okay so chandler you described as a clown but he was cute oh totes that hasn't changed at all just the same maybe cuter cuter (laughs) monica you described as relatable but i think Mm -hmm. you only described her as relatable because in episode one she was like seeking a guy and like her quest for love was relatable i think she's become relatable for you for other reasons now because you yes you prescribe to her anal retentive lifestyle i do i like things a certain way and i like things to be kind of organized and clean so yeah Mm -hmm. that that's still true okay phoebe you said you loved her she was your instant favorite because she's not afraid to be herself Mm -hmm. you said she was funny and cute and nice but you didn't know what her story was that has changed yeah well yeah because they're kind of given tidbits we you know we find more and more about her family i think they're not really giving us a story though they are occasionally like giving us an extra puzzle piece to this 500 piece jigsaw sure yeah but we're finding more and more about her it's not so much a whole episode gets based on her even though you think this one would but yeah you're right it's kind of like puzzle pieces but but no i I feel like that has changed slightly Mm -hmm. more than i knew at the first episode joey you described as an immature frat boy totally who gets the women but he is stupid that's not changed. Has that he is done anything else? Literally, that yeah, has that's pretty much very, it, very it? consistent. A little bit one-dimensional. Mm-hmm. You also like you described him as an out-of-work actor, so you were like, I wonder if he had any side jobs, which it was quite, yeah, quite um, foretelling for you because we have seen him with a couple of side jobs. We have, you know, the perfume or the cologne spraying, mm-hmm. and we don't need more examples. <laughs> yeah, he's probably done more. Modeling, did modeling. STD adverts. Like a sidekick in a porn. Yeah, well, that's acting, though. Uh. Rachel, you didn't really comment so much on her character. You just said that she was believable and that Jennifer Aniston was a good actress. Mm -hmm. But she is still just there. Yeah, you said that there was nothing captivating about her character. Yes. I disagree. Oh, it's just because she's hot that you're saying that. No, she is... She came from a very privileged childhood and she has cast that all aside in quest for something more she's out there making it on her own that's her story that's not her acting ability though no but i'm asking you about her character oh her character's fine i think her character is quite captivating is it because even if she is just a waitress well thank you rob those were yes, excellent. excellent questions maybe we'll check back in every season to see how your opinion has changed yeah that's a good idea rob duran thank mm-hmm. you rob so this episode as you mentioned, season two, episode nine is the one with Phoebe's dad. It was first shown on December fourteenth, nineteen ninety-five. So we've actually had um, almost a month off yeah. since our last episode, taking a little bit of a break. But do you think that has affected the ratings in a positive or negative way? I'm going to uh, tell you because I tell you if it's higher or lower okay. at this point. <laughs> um, the last episode did thirty-two point nine million, which I think was a season high. It's going to be lower. It is lower. Yeah. You want to take a stab at the number? Mm, it's around Christmas time. A lot of people have this time off. A lot of people are happy. Um, lower than 32.9. Um, 30.9. Whew. 
No, sorry, way off. They oh, lost uh, over 5 million viewers in between episodes. Oh, they are down geez. at 27.8 million, so... Oh, wow. Yeah, that break really hurt them. Yeah, that's a huge drop. Mm. And interestingly enough, we, we open, like, this episode is set at Christmas time. We do, in fact, this is a Christmas episode. Yeah. They do cover Christmas in this, which has already made me a liar. I remember last season talking about how the Thanksgiving episodes were became such a big tradition. Mm. And I feel like they still do. I didn't realize, and and they may not have one every season, but when yeah. they when they do a Thanksgiving episode, they tend to like highlight it and do something reasonably special for it. So okay. I fucked up this time around. Anyway, you fucked up. You fucked up. So we open on the corner of Grove and Bedford, better known as Monica and Rachel's apartment. Mm-hmm. They are decorating for Christmas. We get an ugly naked guy reference from Phoebe. <laughs> First time in a while that we've heard I from know, Ugly Naked Guy. I haven't heard from him in a while. She comments on the size of his Christmas balls. <laughs> Very good. It is revealed that Monica and Rachel have not tipped their super or their mailman or their newspaper person with money, but rather have offered them cookies instead. Yeah. You didn't seem to have a problem with this. No, I think it's nice. Cookies don't pay the bills. No, but... Anyone can write a check. It takes time to make homemade cookies. They don't want it. They want money. I guess. They're living in New York. What would you do if someone gave you cookies? Like if you were, you say you delivered newspaper and someone gave you cookies instead of money. I'd eat them. Wouldn't yeah. be happy about it. I'd prefer the cash. Really? Yeah. I can buy cookies with money. I guess. I don't know. Maybe mm-hmm. they couldn't afford it. They can't. That's what they said. Cheapskates. Oh. Well... But anyway, they think, well, Monica's like, oh, well, cookies are more of a personal thing, so it shows that we really care. But um, they, their newspaper turns up at the door, and there are cookies mashed into the sports section. So clearly the, the paper lad is not happy about that. Yeah, the paper's kind of all mushed up, and the crossword puzzle's already done. Yep. Fil- the words are filled in like, bite me, bite me, bite me. Yeah. So yeah, they weren't mm-hmm. pumped. Not great, but that sets us up very nicely for the episode. We open in Central Park. Rachel is still mad at Ross for making a list. Now, how long has it been at this point? Well, again, like there's, n- we we don't know when the last episode happened, but I mm-hmm. I think that they generally try and follow real time, so yeah. it's probably it's probably been a gap because now we're at Christmas and there was no hint of it being Christmas time before. This is like two days before Christmas where this episode opens. But um, I don't remember Thanksgiving in this episode, so was it before Thanksgiving or after Halloween? Like, do you know any... When? The last episode, when that Well, was. I mean, yeah, I don't know. I think they were just kind of following it. So, like, I, I would just say the date that we're at in real life is kind of the date that they're following in the show. So Obviously, it's been about a month or so, would you say? Maybe, maybe. Okay. I don't know, a week or two. Oh, a week or two. Well, I, I, well when I, I, was I the last episode? It was um, November 16th. Okay, yeah. So it could be anywhere from a month less. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I guess she'd still be mad. It's still kind of new. She's still mad. Ross has been Christmas shopping. He buys her a slinky, and he seems to think that that's going to make it all better. Yeah, what? What's he thinking? I don't know. A slinky? I don't know. Why wouldn't he buy her, like, jewelry or something? Well, they're not quite there yet. I guess, but he knows what she likes. But you could wear a slinky on your wrist. It could be a bracelet. (laughs) Be like a new trend. So she's having none of it. She doesn't even really acknowledge it. Um, so Ross offers it to Gunther instead. And yes, 
that that glorious moment that we've been waiting for all these years. Gunther finally speaks. He speaks. Hooray! He gets one line. Ross asks him if he has stairs in his house. He says, "Yeah," and he hands over. He hands over the slinky. He says, "Go nuts." I, I didn't think it would happen so soon. I thought it was going to be like season four, five, then finally he'd speak. I can't believe he's spoken. Well, I'm not I'm not going to say I told you so, but he fucking nailed it. <laughs> I really believed he had you stairs in his him. house. Did you not believe he had stairs in his house? I mean, I guess. I right. was distracted by his denim on denim. Captivating, but... <laughs> powerful screen presence. Good job, Gunther. He did great. I know they even said in the end credits of this episode, like, the, the actor's name as Gunther. Yeah. Whoa, all right. Yeah. He's moving up in the world. But he has a name now. This is the first time we know his is name. Is it? I, I couldn't keep track of that because yes. I've always known him as Gunther. Yeah, I, I, I thought as much. Yep. This is the first time we hear him. You see him lurking in the back. Yeah, it's the first time he's been acknowledged. Like, mm-hmm. up until now, they could have passed him off as a ghost right. that nobody could see apart from us viewers. But, yep. nope. He spoke Yay. for the first and last time. He spoke. This must be a big day for you. I know how nah, much you just, love Gunther. Just kidding. This is the first of many lines. He's going to knock them out of the park. Uh, Ross has done other Christmas shopping. He is um, he's bought a photo frame from Ben to his parents. He has bought his mum some sort of outlandish white military blouse with fake medals on it. Oh yeah, like something that like Prince would wear or something. Yeah, exactly. It's pretty great though. It's it's just not something you'd picture like a an, an elderly woman to wear. Well, but well, um, there you go. Hey, yeah, whatever works. So he's he's like showing off his presence when Phoebe appears in Central Park and she her eye is drawn to the photo frame that Ross has bought and she goes, Oh my god, that's my dad, my dad where did you get a picture of my dad? And everyone's like, Well that's not your dad, that's the model that comes in your photo frame. This is incident number like twenty six where ten year old Michael was confused about what was going on. Mm. Because I don't think in the UK, at least not back then, like they sold picture frames with pictures of people in them. Oh, okay. They didn't have like the stock photos. No, I think they just It was just the glass and the wood yeah. or whatever it was made yeah, of. Yeah, I think so. Oh interesting. So I was just like, what are you talking about? This is a picture that comes with the frame. Like I was con- oh, really confused. Oh that'd be confusing, yeah. It was so confusing. Are you okay? Are you over it now? I kind of understand how it works now. I can explain to you after this. Okay. We can sit down and talk about just it. Just don't, just, yeah, don't ask me any questions about it specifically right now. <laughs> so, basically, it's revealed, she, like, has to go off and talk to her grandma, but it's basically revealed that her grandmother's been lying about who her father is. Yeah. Like, she'd made up some big elaborate story that he's living in Burma, Burma, Bermuda, country that begins with B. Oh, I missed it. I don't know. Okay, they're in very different parts of the world, so it's probably quite important. But he's like a tree doctor in some remote village in some remote country. Which is why that um, sounds like uh, Phoebe's mom made up, and that grandma kind of continued. Wow. I mean, as it's revealed later on in the episode, Phoebe's grandmother is just a pathological liar. So, like, there's just nothing. You can't can't believe a word that comes out of her mouth, really. Mm. So who knows who's making up. Who is making up what? So she goes and talks to her grandmother. She kind of comes clean about it all. She says that her dad actually lives just, what, upstate or in New Jersey or, like, nearby, within driving distance. Yeah. He's a a pharmacist. Yes. And um, she doesn't know where he lives, and she's like, oh, well, uh, but he does this. So Phoebe's world is kind of shooken when she realizes that this 
picturesque ideal man that she is assumed was her father is is not her father and the, and this kind of confirms because i know we were patchy on phoebe's backstory but her stepfather is in jail yeah and her mom is dead yes do you know how phoebe's mom died they might have mentioned it in a past episode but i can't okay i, I don't i don't remember okay she killed herself oh that's right yes yeah. they did okay you did, did know that okay so that is phoebe's world all shook up Ross seems to think that Rachel will forgive him if she makes her own list about him. Mm -hmm. And she has basically clearly been reading your notebook because she rattles (laughs) off a list, which is basically word for word all the things you've said about him. She describes him as whiny, obsessive, insecure. Uh, She calls him gutless because he liked her for a year and he never said anything about it. And then she said he, he he wears too much of that gel in his hair. Preach. Are Preach these y'all. are these Preach. all fair assessments? Absolutely. Are they? Especially the gel one, for Christ's sake. Yeah. He has a great head of hair. He doesn't need all that gel. <laughs> it looks wet. It looks like a baby seal. It's the wet the wet look was big in the nineties. It looks, was very big in the nineties. He looks like a baby seal. And women love baby seals. What's wrong with that? That's kind of true. Mm-hmm. Crap, you're right. And it, I agree with that as well, because like baby seals, all I want to do is club them over the head. How dare you? I go clubbing with baby seals. How dare you? <laughs> Get out of this podcast. Anyway, um, so he's like, oh yeah, you, you, you did it. You made, you, you made a list. And she was like, I, did, I do feel better. Thanks, Ross. <laughs> and he then s- lives up to the list, basically, because then he spends the rest of the episode obsessed with everything that she has said. Typical sad Zachary Ross. Mm-hmm. Phoebe goes on the search for her father. She phone. She basically calls around all of the Frank buffets in that area. She doesn't have any luck. At that point, the grandmother comes clean again. That again, she lied when she said she didn't know exactly where he lived. Uh, and then she rattles off a very precise address of exactly where he lives. And so Phoebe's off on an adventure. She lends Phoebe her taxi cab, and she goes on a road trip. Yeah, so the grandmother drives a cab? Yeah, she's a cab driver. But she's... That's dangerous for She's an interesting character. She's very interesting. Like, I imagine all the buffets would be, but... Hmm. That's a slightly dangerous for an, for an elderly woman. Well, she she can't be that old. She no, didn't look still, that old. She looks sorry. Right? She's she, Louise. She'd be about 60. What? Yeah. Older. Nah. I don't well, think I guess so. that's right, because... Wait, wait, wait. This is her grandmother. Yeah. But Phoebe's I'm supposedly 25. older than Phoebe, Phoebe's and my 25. mother is Mother's... older than that grandmother. Uh, yeah, fair enough. Okay. I mean, yeah. she, she looks young. Well, maybe, I don't know, maybe she used to, and now she doesn't. She got out of the game. Could be, yeah. I don't know if they like... Keep the I don't know if you're allowed to keep the taxi <laughs> after you retire. But it's also implied because then the next scene you see... Phoebe picking up Joey and Chandler to mm-hmm. go with her um, to visit her father. Mm-hmm. But that's, it's almost like she doesn't know how to drive. No, it's not that she doesn't know how to drive. It's because she's a New Yorker, and New Yorkers generally don't drive. So probably she has her license, and she is allowed to drive, but she hasn't done it in mm. probably like a couple of years. She probably she hasn't, hasn't needed to. Exactly. Yeah. She doesn't own a car. Yeah, so but she hands practice. Chandler a piece of paper, and he's like, wait a minute, this says like right pedal gas, left pedal brake. Mm-hmm. She's like, yeah, this is just my cheat sheet. Well, that's just Phoebe being Phoebe. I guess, but gosh, that, I would never that. get in a car with her. Are you crazy? 
So Joey and Chandler do get roped in on this road trip. They're along for the ride just because, well, they've got to do something in this episode. <laughs> um, it is revealed earlier on that they have not done any of their Christmas shopping yet for people as well. So there's that minor little string in their bow for this episode as well. But that's typical. Typical? No, honestly, like, no offense men, but the men in my family particularly wait till day before the Christmas Eve or Christmas Eve to go Christmas shopping. Mm-hmm. Is that true for you? No. No. Okay, well, the men in, in, in this clan mm-hmm. definitely do that. Well, is it not just typical women to go off to find their biological fathers on Christmas Eve? They leave <laughs> it till the last minute. females. Just, just, yeah. <laughs> Phoebe, wait to follow the them stereoty- stereotypes. Yeah. <laughs> Rachel and Monica are throwing a party, which isn't really referenced at any point earlier. Yeah. It just is revealed that they are having a Christmas party. Yeah, on Christmas Eve. On Christmas Eve. Yeah, would, would people do that? Wouldn't they be with their families? Well, and, I guess yeah. not. Um, but a spanner is thrown into the works when Ross breaks the heating. He rips like the, the knob off of the radiator. He turns it all the way up first, and then he rips it off as he's trying to turn it off. And yeah... That's it, your party. Boom. So it's really hot in, in the apartment. It's going to be rather toasty. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Ross is already wearing four layers of clothing before the heat is ever broken. He's, he's rocking a blazer, cardigan, shirt, and undershirt. So if he want, Like, he complains about the heat, but he is rocking four layers. You're like, maybe take your jacket off first before you go ripping knobs off the radiator. Right? Yeah, I mean, it, it is winter, December. You'd think it'd be quite cold, and mm. it'd probably be normal to wear those many layers, but you see them all. The mm-hmm. thing is, like, if you're going to wear an undershirt, you probably don't want it to be as visible as his is. Yeah. And maybe take your blazer off if you have a cardigan and a long sleeve shirt, but <laughs> you know, who knows? Maybe it was cold mm. in there to begin with. So anyway, the Christmas party turns into a tropical party. All of the cut-to guests just absolutely sweltering. Gunther is in his boxer shorts with a shirt on. People are They have stripped off. There's shirtless people. There's like... Yeah, there's people in in camisole and bra. Like, no one's just in a bra or just in really underwear. But Mm -hmm. at the same time, people are really stripped down. I would not stay in that party for five minutes. I would have been gone. Just because it's so hot or Mm -hmm. because there's some unclothed bodies? It's so hot. Oh, okay. I'm a sweaty guy by nature. But here's the thing. Crack a few windows open as well. You could go out on the back. It's snowing outside. Like, you could counterbalance it by opening some windows, leave your front door open. Like, they're not really trying. I'd be very comfortable in a party like that. Mm -hmm. It'd be my dream party, in fact. That's true. But you would still be cold. (laughs) Phoebe, Joey, and Chandler arrive outside of Phoebe's father's house. Phoebe's like, oh, we're here. Here I go. And then she can't seem to muster up the courage to go and knock on the door. It's a hard thing. Not really. Um, yeah. (laughs) Like, this, her illusion has been shattered mm. by the man she thought was her father. Mm. And now she knows where he lives and how to speak to him. It's a matter of her walking up and knocking on the door. Mm. That's very nerve-wracking. Like, suppose. your whole life, you thought it was someone else. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, like, I don't know, I can see that, how that would be really, really hard. 
It's a big step, and it's one that she wrestles with. Back at the party, the super turns up. Return of Mr. Trigger, who we saw when I Heckles died. Mr. Trigger. He's pretty good. Yeah, he's good. Actually, I, I appreciate him. Like, it's good to know that Mr. Heckles did not die in vain when it introduced us to right? a much better character in the form of Mr. Trigger. Wait, Michael, will he be in it again? Do you know? He's in it... Yeah, he's in it like a couple more times. Yes. And we might have to wait a while before we see him again. Okay. He might be in it again later. They won't like they won't change actors or anything. No, 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 no. no. Okay. He'll be back. He'll be back. It's fine. So he turns up. They they had called him when the heating broke, when the radiator broke, and he like was sort. He he was like, "Is it hot enough to make cookies?" Like implying that he's mad at them for the tip of cookies, so he's not going to fix the radiator. So he turns up at the party, and Ross is like, this is your chance. Just give him some money, and he'll fix the radiator. And Monica and Rachel are like, no, we're not going to be blackmailed. If he doesn't like our cookies, that's too bad. So Ross is like, well, I'll show you, Rachel. You say I never seize the day. I'll, I'll, I'll tip him. And it's like, that, I don't understand your argument there whatsoever, Ross. But He's trying to be macho. Yeah, go for it. So he goes up to, to Traeger, and he's gives him some money and then he goes can you fix the radiator now and he goes nope sorry i haven't got the part yet so uh, the girls go ross saying like oh he's playing hardball and so he goes up and he offers him more money and then he goes can you fix it now and mr trigger's like no the place that sells the part isn't open till next week like what's wrong with you how many how many more times do i have to say it and then the girls are like, oh, so you did like her cookies. And he was like, yep, loved them. They were great. So, huh. Yeah, he basically said, oh, it was such a personal thing. Like, it, it was so nice for you to think of me and take all that time. Exactly what Monica had said that they would do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it she worked. She showed him. After everyone else hating their cookies, apparently, right. Mr. Trigger, big fan of them. Love Ross, him. Ross is... Ross just dropped like a hundred bucks to prove that point (laughs) for nothing. Like, but also like, did he care that much about the heat? Like, was it worth paying seventy bucks or a hundred bucks for it anyway? Well, no, I'd say no. But it's not even his apartment. No, but but Rachel is there watching all of this. Yeah, I don't think the way to Rachel's heart is going to be paying Mr. Traeger vast sums of money. Probably not. Well, you never know. (laughs) We'll never know. Uh, Phoebe basically decides that she is not ready to face the reality of what her father is. She already, I think she's, I think as she says, she already lost a fake father today. She doesn't want to lose a real one. So she's happy. She's content enough just to know where he is and, you know, know that he's there if he needs her, I suppose. She doesn't really want to face him. Like, if she really wanted, you know, if some other day came, she knew where to go to find him. Yeah, I think that's the gist of it. Joey and Chandler are on hand to kind of help her through it with some friendly advice. I would want someone there with me mm-hmm. in that very crucial moment. So I think it's it's good that they went with her. Good for her, maybe. Not good for them, because it's taken way more time than they figured. And now they don't have time to go buy Christmas presents. <laughs> True. And they're going to have to scramble for something cobbled together. Mm-hmm. Maybe more on that later. We go back to the apartment. The party is over. Joey and Chandler and Phoebe return. They come in. Phoebe kind of says, yeah, I didn't meet him. It's fine. Everyone kind of hugs. 
they're like, oh, it's really hot in here. Joey sort of comes back into the living room. He's like, oh, yeah, you're, the knob on your radiator was broken, so I just turned it off underneath it. Hope that's okay. And everyone's like, no, Joey. <laughs> but, yeah, Joey to the rescue. He did something good. Yeah, well, he's handy. You know. Is he handy? Yeah, I think that's his... I think that's kind of his thing. Oh, okay. I guess I, I think missed he's... that all of these episodes. I don't know. Well, he's just like you're kind of... I don't know. Like, it's such a quiet confidence he has there. Like, yeah. he just knew what to do. Oh, yeah, no big deal. Yeah, cool. Well, it's common sense. I'm amazed that Mr. Traeger didn't know to do that. I wouldn't have known, but, but then again, I don't know you're not employed to, like, look after the maintenance of the building, though. True. Like, I Traeger should have known. all of them would have radiators if, you know, the whole building is probably set up the same way. I think it was a double buff by Traeger. I think he did hate the cookies, and he knew full well, oh, I could just hit that switch underneath it, but well, fuck these guys. Well, you know, you saw at the party, he implied that there might be mistletoe hanging there, and he's trying <laughs> yeah. to kiss Rachel underneath it. Mm-hmm. You know, he's probably trying to, just trying to get in there. And yeah, <laughs> I mean, I suppose, why would he want the heating to be turned down? It doesn't affect him. He already and said. Rachel's in a tank top. And Rachel's in a sweaty <laughs> tank top. And yet somehow her nipples are still cold. Yeah, can't. It's unexplainable. So that wraps up the episode. We get the end credits where Joey and Chandler are presenting their Christmas gifts to the group, which they've obviously cobbled together at the petrol station. Gas station, as you Americans might say. He, They get Rachel wiper blades, <laughs> even though she doesn't have a car. They get Phoebe toilet seat covers, which Phoebe loves (laughs) because she's Phoebe. They get Ross two cans of soda, to which he comments, this is too much. I feel like I should get you another sweater. (laughs) And they get Monica a pack of rubber johnnies. But but ribbed for her pleasure. Ribbed for her pleasure. Yeah. To which you see kind of Monica and... Ross switch gifts right. at the end. <laughs> yeah, which is bloody presumptuous by Ross. Yeah, sure. Like, he clearly thinks that Rachel's going to forgive him any minute now, and he just wants to be ready. Mm. Or Julie's going to come crawling back one way or another. She shouldn't if she knows what's good for her. Yeah, if I was Rachel, because she's just sitting across from them, if I were Rachel, I'd be like, Ross, what the fuck are you doing? Because you ain't putting it in me anytime soon, mate. True. I'll tell you that much. You've got a lot of work to do with your fucking wet hair. <laughs> Baby seal hair. Baby seal hair. Yeah. <laughs> and that's it? And that's it. That's the end of the episode. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it was all right. I think I had more fun recapping it than I did. Uh, Watching it? Yeah. No, yeah. I uh, I like Joey and Chandler in this episode, to be honest. Yeah. Well, they're what's just not like, to like? They're so themselves. They're a couple of lads. Yeah, no. They love it. They're, they're good. They're banging their heads off the taxi cab. They're... Like, they they made the episode for me. Th- oh, really? In a small little way. Mm-hmm. Well, we had a bit more, like, Rachel and Ross kind of took the back seat with their thing. Rachel's mm-hmm. mad at him. She's going to be mad at him for a while. She gets her digs in with her own little list. I wonder what her pros would be of Ross. It's going to be mm-hmm. a short list. You think? I don't know. What would one of your pros be of Ross? Of Ro- I've got to say one thing nice about This is like conflict resolution. It's like, say one nice thing about him. Yes. Um, I admire his passion for dinosaurs. Huh. Yeah. Okay. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I wasn't expecting that. I can relate to that. All right. Great. Good. 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 Thanks. <laughs> I feel like we've, we've mended some bridges. But uh, yeah, Joey and Chandler were good with their comedy... Uh, Phoebe kind of took the emotional weight of this episode, I suppose. Yes. She went on a roller coaster ride. That was a lot. Hmm. 
Now, who is the oldest of the group? Ross. Ross. I believe Ross is meant to be the oldest. Maybe Phoebe. I don't think they quite specify, but Ross is... Ross and Chandler are similar in age. So Ross and Chandler, probably. Okay. But Monica and Rachel are younger than Ross. They're, and they're both the same age because they were in the same class at high school. Okay. Yeah. All and right. Chandler and Ross were friends at college, so they have to be a similar age. Right. Okay. Yeah, I couldn't remember. I, I wasn't sure if Ross or Phoebe, if, if they were on the same age. Or... I just don't think it's really specified. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, don't know. All right. Well, that sets us up nicely for the next one, Elizabeth. Episode 10 of season two, the one with Russ. With Russ? Yeah. Ross? No, Russ. 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 R-U-S-S. R-U-S-S. Russ. The one with Russ. The one with Russ. What do you think? Well, any, want to hazard any guesses? Russ. Russ. God, Phoebe's so mysterious. It could be some, like, family (laughs) member on her Oh, no, they're not going to, they're not going to go back to back with Phoebe backstories. Uh, It could be like a, it sounds like a little kid's name to me. A little kid's name. All right, well. We'll find out. Maybe Monica has some disaster in babysitting or something. Oh, boy. (laughs) Well, we'll have to wait until next time to find out. Okay. So you kicked us off with the intros on this episode. Do you want to wrap us up with the closings as well? Oh, God, I don't remember. I don't know how to do Twitter things. Follow us on Twitter. No, you have to say it loud. (laughs) Follow us on Twitter. Follow us on Twitter. At At FriendsPod. Mm-hmm. Um... And thank you for listening. Mm-hmm. We're on and iTunes. We're on iTunes and Google Play. What's the other And Podomatic. And if you, if you want to help us reach a larger audience, you can leave us a nice five-star review on don't, iTunes. Oh, don't, don't ask for a five-star oh, oh, review. Oh, a, a nice review. review. Mm-hmm. Rating and review. A rating and review. And Where? Where would you do that? On iTunes. Yeah? But the best is word of mouth if any of your friends or friends of friends love friends and want to listen to a great podcast about friends. A good podcast about friends. A adequate... A podcast about friends. A podcast friends. for yeah. friends. That's a, we're not going to put words in your mouth. That's for you to decide. And join us again for our next episode, which is Season 2, Episode 11. I did that already. Oh, crap. Oh, man. I'm trying to be so official. I know. The one with Russ. Russ. And it's Episode 10. Oh, crap. Episode 10. Good try, though. Okay, so clearly you, you need good. to be doing the opening and closing. Mm-hmm. Other than that, Michael. Yeah. I'll see you next week, man. Bye, friend. Bye.